Welcome, welcome to another Rags of Riches Secrets. I'm glad you are here. Today we're going to talk about from zero to hero, earn your name. Okay, why is this subject a little bit near and dear to my heart? Okay, have you ever have you ever asked yourself, hey, I thought by this time in my life I would be farther along than I am. And if you have, you're not alone. Like nobody, well, on the whole, collectively, nobody starts out like starts out in typically a very good situation. If you ever read the book, The Millionaire Next Door, you will discover that almost every single millionaire that you ever bump into, meet or know, actually did it through the first generation wealth. It wasn't second or third generation that was hand down. They typically always created it from the beginning. And so I want to talk about, there's three things right here I'd like to share with you. Now, I don't know if you listen to my, I have an upcoming podcast. It's with Brian Stream. And part of the reason I wanted Ryan on the podcast so that you can hear his story, okay, is Ryan, when he was growing up, he did not have a typical upbringing like, like say, many people take and do, okay? His mom, was up, his mom was on drugs, and so she would come home. Sometimes she'd come home, her face is all bloody. She got beat up by a boyfriend. In fact, he had a new dad every other weekend because, like, these guys would come in and out of her life um, very, very frequently, and so he, he remember him and his siblings, they remember seeing their mom come home. She got beat up this time. And he remembers that they actually lost their mom. Mom was, uh, the kids were actually taken away from mom. Okay. And then dad had the same problem. He would actually typically physically beat his mom frequently. In fact, then he finally, he got accused of actually committing murder. And, and Ryan was telling me that him and his siblings used to sleep on the park in Provo, Utah. He's like, this is nuts. Like he's a small kid sleeping on the park with the homeless people. And he's like, like how, like, how did you wind up there? Right? See, it wasn't his fault. But he, he said, I, I remember sleeping on the park. I remember being in homeless shelters. I remember, he goes, there was one point where a family that had already had like, I think they already had nine people in the family. And they did, and they're like, man, we do not want Ryan. We don't want his siblings to be broken up. So they took like three more kids on into that family to take care of them so that they didn't get the siblings all separated and broke up. And he goes, I goes, I remember the very first time I jumped on a trampoline. And he was like, oh, what a feeling, you know? And, and after he had mentioned that, and he said, look, he goes, one of the things that I take and I tell people is don't judge because you don't know where somebody's been. He goes, I'd go to school and people look at my shoes and they're like, oh, those are all scuffed up. And they would kind of make fun of, make fun of him. He's like, it's like, look, you don't know where I came from. Had I switched positions with you and I had the good life and, and, and everything was easy, right? And you came from where I'm at, you probably have scuffed up shoes. He's like, be careful about judging. But you can see where Ryan came from. He, was, he started off, like that's pretty close to zero. A lot of you guys probably actually came from a family that's got kids and family and, and, and you got parents that probably took care of you. Basically, he had two parents in the end that couldn't take care of him, and then he wound up for basically for adoption. Okay, you take and you look at Peter Meyerhoff. He was on my podcast about a month ago. Peter actually did start off fine, but what he did is in high school he got he got involved in drugs, and as soon as he got involved in drugs, he got involved in stealing. And by the time he was seventeen, he stole a brand new Mercedes Benz. And after he did that, he got caught. He got he got sentenced to jail. And this, this uh, judge was a little bit harsh. He gave him a 12-year sentence for stealing a car. 
There's people that get in and out of jail for armed robbery for less than 12 years. And they got 12 years for stealing a car. Okay? So it got kind of crazy. But here's what happened. Is both of these guys, where their situation and where they came from, the first, the one thing that they did, and as I listened to the podcast and I and I pulled the thread on their success, is they didn't start off right. But number two is they then decided not to define themselves by their past. Okay, think about it. How many times do you have a relationship with somebody and you're like, well, you did this and then you did that, and then instead of actually looking forward how to make things right. They sit there and nitpick and tear each other apart about what they did in the past. Like, like you could go back and change that, right? And those guys basically came to a tipping point where they was like, enough is enough. Stop. I do not want to be defined by my past. So then the next thing that they did, the third thing that they did is they started finding their voice so they could start making an impact. So what does Peter do? Peter actually goes and works with people at prisons, helps them figure out how to not be defined by their past. In fact, he said when he went and got his first job, he was selling cars. And the guy's like, dude, I can hire you like an ex-con. He's like, look, don't, don't judge me by my past, okay? Like there's nothing I can do right here, right now to fix that. But what I can tell you is, is I will come in, I will crush it. I will do my absolute best to help make you make, you make money. Just take a chance on me. And the guy's like, all right, I'll take a chance on you. So he did, and Peter went in there, and he said that it was not, it was typical for the sales guys and staff to be, to, to drink, to do drugs. And he's like, that place then became sober, and I made an impact in that location. And now, once he discovered that success, he started helping other people in prisons to be able to come out and not be like defined by the fact that they became ex-cons. So the same thing happened with Ryan. Ryan said, look, I can find my voice where I can make an impact. I can go from zero to hero because I can get up on stages. So he's now on stages at schools all across the United States talking with kids about his experience, about how they do not have to be defined. In fact, he was telling me, he's like, look, he's like, you got to be careful how you deal with people or judge people because there's a lot of girls in here in this room that have actually already been raped. And he would tell some stories like they don't want to talk about it. He's like, but you don't have to be defined by your past. And so here's here. If you're looking for one of the secrets to discovering like some peace, you want to go from zero to hero. Okay. Here's one of the things that's going to create a lot of comfort for you. And this is one, this is one I actually stepped into. Um, is I remember before I tell this to you, let me let me take and I'll give you kind of my backstory on this, on how I kind of ran into it. Like when I started off and I was married, okay, I remember trying to figure out how do you take care of your family? How do you make enough money? How do you provide? How do you this? How do you that? And and it was hard. And I was like, hun, you've got to, you've got to come to the plate and you've got to take and start, you got to work too. You've got to earn money with me. And uh, what I was really saying is, is hun, I'm not enough to be able to take care and provide for us. I'm not enough. And, and if you look at it, it started creating division because where my wife is really needed was to take care of our kids. We've got eight kids now. Okay. Where I needed to pay my pay, or focus my attention is providing for that family. And I remember I was at Raytheon Missile Systems. And I remember when I was working there, I was making like, it was 37 bucks an hour. So that was a few years ago before inflation started ratcheting up everybody's pay. But I was making good money at that time, okay? And when I sat down, when I sat down and I started looking back, 
37 bucks an hour. And I said, what is the equivalent amount per hour that I started making? And I was like, it's 28.2 times as much money as I used to work at Raytheon for equivalent hour. And I was like, holy cow. And here's the thing that came to my mind is a piece came to my mind because I basically this is what it was is I then realized I am enough. Like there is peace in knowing that you are enough. And the way I got there is I try, I had to discover ways to take and to close my income gap. And as soon as I closed my income gap, started finding ways to find my voice, starting find a way to make an impact to actually start helping people out significantly, I then closed the gap where I could say, I am enough. Like think about it, think about that in your head. What would it take for you to be able to be confident and say, I am enough? And so one of the ways that I've helped people close their income gap is I do these automated Amazon stores. Now you ask me why, like, look, here, here's, here's kind of the breakdown on it. Like, you know, and some of you guys do, but do you know how to take and wire up a house so that you can turn lights on in the house and the, and the lights work? Most people would say, no, I don't. But do I use a light switch every day? I do. I walk over there, flip it on, right? At Raytheon Missile Systems, I worked on missiles. I worked on supply chain. I didn't know all the elements of how to build a missile. What I do know is, is my piece in conjunction with everybody else's contribution made it so that we could create a weapon, deliver it to the end user who could then defend themselves in their country, okay? Like I want our, like the United States and our allies to be safe, but I didn't have to know everything. What it is, is we've got a lot of gaps on what we do know and what we don't know, but that does not or should not prevent us from being successful. So like when we do these Amazon stores, we know how to scale out Amazon stores and to make a ton of money. Like you don't actually have to know how to do that, but you can tap into somebody who knows how to build and scale it out and have them actually do the work so that you can start generating, take your income, start generating 2X, 3X, 4X, well, count correctly, 4X, 5X, whatever. Till the time you get up to, let's say you get up to 28.2X times what you would make previously and you close those gaps and then you can say, I am enough. That is one of the secrets that I've discovered in working with people is how they go from zero to hero by closing the gaps. Because I tell you one thing for sure, that people who can make a positive impact need wealth and prosperity because if they do not have it, that leads to the people that, that do not care causing harm because they have it. So that, my friends, you can go to alphawealthsecrets.com, check out my automated Amazon stores, build you a store, make you a, make you a crap ton of money, and make you very happy. So that's Alpha Wealth Secrets. That, my friends, is another Rags of Riches Secrets, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow.